Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. No, Kayode, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000 of you. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 120 confirmed COVID cases yesterday. That's higher than uh, Monday's number of 70. Also, Lagos was number two. Inugu had the uh, highest number of cases out of that uh, 120 confirmed. But we need to keep taking our precautions. So, huh? Don't go out unless you cannot avoid going out. And when you do go out make sure to wear your mask maintain your distance from people wash your hands sanitize your hands as frequently as possible we need to keep each other safe huh? we also need to keep ourselves safe and keep listening to hard facts for the next three hours plus starting with the big three let's talk about the calls for isa pantami to resign those calls are still very loud then let's talk about the reactions that the UK government's guidelines for asylum for IPOB and MASOB sympathizers. Uh, let's talk about uh, the reactions to that. And then let's talk about uh, local government elections. That's coming up in Lagos. On the glass ceiling today, we're going to talk about childcare. That's a conversation that we started months ago. It's still continuing because childcare is where you get it wrong or right as far as um, the fight for equality is concerned. On the glass ceiling today, 4 p.m., don't miss it. On Valogu and Broad, we will talk about ride hailing. Yesterday on the Big Three, we talked about some Uber and Bull drivers going on strike over low fares and high commissions as well as non-profiling of riders so today we're going to go deeper into this problem right we'll go deeper into the problems around the business model is there a solution that leaves everybody happy drivers so apps so customers so is there a solution that leaves everybody happy that conversation is happening on Baloguan Broad at 5 p.m. don't miss it 5 o'clock that's when that happens news updates will come your way at the top of every hour. You need to listen to every minute if you want to win on just a minute today. There's news at six coming your way. You get your booster shot with final facts and then let's talk with Voice of America. We'll come your way at 6.30. Now let's get started with today's big three. This is the big three. The big three. On the hard facts. Three. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. Next for Isa Pantami, what's next for him? UK asylum for Biafra sympathizers. Is that much ado about nothing? How interested are you in the upcoming local government area elections? 
those are the big three. Let's talk, Lagos. Let's get into the stories. Our first story is the Isa Pantami controversy. I'm sure by now you've seen the different allegations that in the past he made comments in support of Al-Qaeda and Boko Haram. And he also allegedly issued fatwas. You've also seen the different calls for him to resign as communications minister. Today, that call made it to the floor of the House of Reps. Ndudi Elumelu, the minority leader, he moved a motion to call for his re- resignation. But Femi Bajabia Miller, the speaker, blocked it. The speaker said that this wasn't the issue being discussed at the moment. Nyesom Mwike, the reverse governor, has also said that Pantami should leave office. He said no serious government would keep Pantami in office after seeing the statements attributed to him in the past. Now, Pantami himself has responded to the controversy. Let me read you his exact words. He said, quote, Some of the comments I made some years ago that are generating controversies now were based on my understanding of religious issues at the time. And I have changed several positions taken in the past based on new evidence and maturity. I was young when I made some of the comments. I was in university. Some of the comments were made when I was a teenager. End quote. So he's not denying that he made the comments. He's saying that they were a long time ago and he doesn't believe those things anymore. But I should point out here that Isa Pantami is 48 years old. He was born in 1972. So in 2001, when Osama bin Laden masterminded 9-11, Pantami was already 29. His alleged comments about bin Laden being a better Muslim than him was after 9-11. And so some critics are saying that Pantami's explanation is false because he was well over 13 when he made those comments. And he was an adult. He should have known better as an adult. But that's a separate issue. The issue being discussed now is whether or not Pantami should resign. His supporters say no need for him to resign since he has repented from these old views. He has moved on. But his critics are saying repentance is not enough because those old views may have incited others to terrorism and violence and may therefore have directly or indirectly cost the lives of Nigerians. And his critics are saying that this should permanently disqualify him from office what do you say on which side of this issue do you sit there was fake meeting today by the way and it was not discussed and isa pantami was in attendance the president was in attendance he presided and pantami's issue was not raised at all it wasn't discussed at all Bai mohammed said it wasn't discussed discussed at all where do you stand do you think that um he should um resign Or do you think that um, these are old views? He has repented of these old views. There's no need to make uh, a fuss about it anymore. And what do you think about Pantami's explanation? What do you think of, um, you know, the, 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 the people who say that some of the comments should disqualify him permanently from public office? 
even if he no longer holds the opinion, some of those uh, opinions that he held should disqualify him from, from public office. What do you think about people who say that? Are you one of the people who says that, who thinks that? 0700-993-993-993. The number for women to call is 01465 7190. 01465 
Okay. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you very much time. for calling. We hope you call us again. Lagos, if you just joined the show, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. And we start the day on Hard Facts with three of the biggest stories of the day. Issa Fantami's controversy is one of the biggest. It's been raging for weeks now. And uh, we had uh, more people weigh in on this matter. Nyesomwike, the Rivers governor, says he should leave office. Ndudi Elumelu, the minority leader in the House of Reps, moved a motion to call for his resignations. But Tisa Pantami has supporters, and his supporters are saying that, uh-uh, there's no need. He has repented from these old views. He's moved on. His critics are saying repentance is not enough because these old views may have incited other people to become terrorists or to perform violence, you know? And it may, he, he, this may have cost Nigerian lives, directly or indirectly. And they're saying that that should disqualify anybody, him specifically, permanently from uh, occupying public office. Now, Pantami is not denying his comments, but he's saying that he made those comments years ago. And I pointed out that the years ago that he was talking about was 2001. And in 2001, Pantami was 29 years old. Because he said he was young, he was a teenager. At 29, you're not that young. You know what you're about. But he says he doesn't hold those beliefs anymore. Do you think that um, he should resign? Or do you think that let all old things stay as old things? Is his explanation good enough for you? Odinaka is in Ikoi. Hello, Odinaka. Welcome. Sorry about that. Call back Odinaka if you can. 99.3. Hello? 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 All right, then. 99.3. Hello? Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Stephen Agbola. Good to have you on the show. Where do you, where do you stand on this uh, issue? Uh, I want uh, Patami to resign totally from the office because uh, I believe if he still remains there, all the money you'll be sharing there you use it as, a, as an engineer to gear those people up again. You're just telling us to lie. He's a typical terrorist. Resigning is okay for me. All right, then. Thank you very much for, for calling. But I would appreciate if you don't call him a terrorist because he isn't a terrorist. All right. So don't do that. Uh, otherwise, we're going to ban you from calling the show. We've got Nene on the line. Hello, Nene. Thank you very much for calling back. Well done, Sandra. Thank you. I believe that. People change with time. Mm-hmm. So those comments, he must have made it maybe because of influence or his level of exposure at that point in time. Okay. So if you compare when he made those comments and now, they are not the same thing. Okay. So I believe that he shouldn't be held accountable because of the statement he made so many years ago. Right. So we should judge him with what the statement he's making presently. Right. That's what I believe. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. 99.3. Hello? Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello? How are you? What's your name? Good, good afternoon, Sandra. This is Amos. Amos, welcome. Yeah, Amos, I'm calling for Mikoi. Welcome, Amos. I think um, Pantami should resign and be placed on watch list. Okay. Why I say so? Make that statement, you say, according to your analysis, in 2000, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. If you can be able to have access to a preaching by Pantomime in 2011, after the general election, nobody will spare Pantomime. 
I, in particular, I challenged Pantemi in 2013, 2012, when my governor was killed. Okay. With a current commissioner of internal affairs of Kaduna State, Mr. Samuel Aruan. Maybe somebody is listening to him now. They should remind him that I, Amos David Shekari, has mentioned something like that. Pantemi should be resign, should resign and placed on watch list. Okay. Thank you. All right, Amos. Thank you very much for calling. Hmm. If you just joined the show, our first story is the ESAP and Tami controversy. You've heard by now, you've seen the different allegations uh, against him that in the past he made comments in support of Al-Qaeda and Boko Haram. He also allegedly issued fatwas. You've seen the different calls for him to resign as communications minister as well. Uh, today, that call made it to the floor of the House of Representatives. Ndudi Elumelu, the minority leader, moved a motion t- uh, to call for his resignation. But Femi Bajabiamila, the Speaker of the House, blocked it. He said that um, he, this wasn't the issue being discussed at the moment. Nyesamwike, the River State Governor, also said that Pantami should leave office. He said no serious government would keep Pantami office after seeing the statements uh, that were attributed to him in the past. Pantami himself doesn't deny these statements. He said that some of those comments were made when he was in the university and some of those comments were made when he was a teenager, that they were made a long time ago and that he doesn't believe those things anymore. Now, I pointed out earlier on that if Isa Pantami is 48, born in 1972, in 2001, when he made those comments about Osama bin Laden, and Osama bin Laden, by the way, masterminded 9-11. Pantami was 29. His alleged uh, comments about bin Laden being a better Muslim than him were after 9-11. So the critics who are calling for his resignations are saying that his explanations are false. Because he was well over 13. He was not a teenager when he made those comments. He was an adult. And as an adult, you're expected to know better. And so his supporters, his, his critics, sorry, are saying that um, it's not enough to say now that you have changed. The fact that you said things like that before disqualify you permanently for, from office. That's what his critics are saying. His supporters are saying, no, people need a chance to change and they should not be punished for crimes they committed in the past. And it's not even a crime. He didn't commit a crime. He had opinions that were dangerous. So his supporters are saying he has repented from these old views. He has moved on. We should move on too. 01465-7190. That number is for women only. 01465-7190. Women only. For men, 0700-993-993-993. What do you say? Where do you stand? On which side of this issue do you sit? What do you think about Pantami's explanation? Hope is in Mushing. Hello, Hope. Thank you very much for calling. Hello, Hope. Thanks for calling. Hello, Sandra. Welcome. Oh. Thank you. Welcome to Hard Facts. I missed you. I, I missed, missed you too. Lot. I missed you too. All right. Hmm. Look, a pandemic issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that. Eh? Mm. They said, as they said, I said, you understand. Okay. Aside for that, eh? Pantami, uh, the Minister of uh, Communication. Um, communication. Mm-hmm. No wonder he's fighting for the, the INA, uh, INA. Because there is agenda there. That's why he's saying that for 10 years in prison, if you don't have it, 
So the audit data, she has plan for it. That's just what I say. So she just resign immediately, immediately. Hmm. I don't even want the act of assembly or whatever to have any meeting on that. They let him just go away from that seat. Thank you, Sandra. God bless you. God bless you as well, Hope. Thank you very much. That's a that's a conspiracy theory that I've seen go around and around. But, I mean, um, isn't that a bit of a stretch, you know, that, that he has access to your data? What, what is he going to do with that data, you know? Isn't, isn't that a stretch? We'll take a final call and then move to our second story. Philemon Nikoyi, hello. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What do you think? Um, my people used to say that a man with his character doesn't change. Hmm. If you have a negative character, it will only take you the divine intervention of God to be changed into a positive person. And this person, I'm from the north. And these people, they have one mentality that they can tell you this today, but tomorrow you will see them doing the, the other one, you know? So to me, I don't believe in somebody telling me that he has repented. We should do the needful. What is there for him to do is to resign. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Philemon, for calling us. I don't, uh, I take exception to you saying these people because the North is not a monolith. The North has several ethnic groups, several religions. There are Christians in the North, there are Muslims in the North, uh, there are traditional worshippers in the North. Um, and the Muslims in the North are not all extremists. There are very, very moderate Muslims in the North. So I personally take exception to a, a, a large brush painting all these people in the north we need to check ourselves before we say things like that we wouldn't want uh, people to say oh these people in the south or these yoruba people or these Igbo people or these kalaba people or these akwaibon people or these thief people or these benue people right we want to be judged based on uh, our individuality individuality right not based not as a group is that group judgment that led to, to the calamity that the civil war was? So let's check ourselves, and, and that way we can check others and check our children, etc., etc., and we'll build a better community. Now, we've got uh, two minutes before break, so we can't get into our second story just yet, which means I can take one more call and then take a few messages off of social media. So who's going to be the lucky person? Hello, thanks for calling us. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? My name is Patience, Patience Caller. Welcome, Patience. Good evening, ma. Good evening. Nice work. Work is going yeah, well. How are yeah. you? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> Wait. But I believe that man should resign. Okay. That's my comment. All right. Thank you very much for calling, Patience. And hello to your sweet, sweet boy who wants to talk as well. Uh, we've got messages on WhatsApp. Dami Lara says, Pantami... Huh. is extremely Muslim and so should resign. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, more people here. 
My name is Johnson from Anthony Village. Let's forgive Pantami because Bible says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I behaved like a child. But now I'm an adult. I've put away childish behavior. All right, then. Who cleared uh, Isa Pantami and how did he attend today's meeting without raising the issue? He should resign. Sandra, can this happen in, the re- in a decent society? That's a question from George. In a, well, George, thank you very much for your message. Sandra, a belief is not merely an idea the mind possesses. It is an idea that possesses the mind. Quote by Robert Oxen Bolton. The communications uh, minister, Dr. Isa Pantami, should resign if he still has any atom of shame left in him. His beliefs still remain an ideology with him. He cannot suddenly let it go because everyone is aware of who he is now. He should resign. All right, then. Thank you very much for your message. Lagos, our second story is the UK government's guidelines for granting asylum to some Biafra sympathizers. Don't miss that story. It's coming up. Hey, Ali. Welcome back to your number one talk news and sports station. This is Nigeria in Info. This is the big three. The big three. On Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. It's 28 minutes past three and the UK government has issued guidelines for granting asylum to some Biafra sympathisers. That's our second story. Hello. How are you? How's your afternoon going? Lai Mohammed has responded as government spokesman. He said, quote, If indeed the report that the UK will grant asylum to supposedly persecuted IPOB and Masab members is true, then something is wrong somewhere. Against the background of the fact that IPOB is not only proscribed, but also designated as a terrorist organization here in Nigeria, the UK's decision is disrespectful of Nigeria as a nation. The decision amounts to sabotaging the fight against terrorism and generally undermining Nigeria's security. It is not only unconscionable, it is inexplicable, end quote. Now, I have read the UK government's guidelines. So let me tell you what they say. They say, let me, let me, let me reduce this music small. <laughs> they say that the Nigerian government has a right to investigate arrest and prosecute anybody breaking the law being violent or inciting violence but they also say that if the nigerian government arrests or prosecutes people for peaceful protests or expressing their opinions this counts as persecution and human rights violation So it is that second category of people that they say are eligible for asylum. Now, Lai Mohammed makes an important point. The Nigerian government has proscribed IPOB. That means IPOB is a banned group. So technically, under Nigerian law, being a member of IPOB itself is a crime. But the UK report points out that both the EU and the US government disagreed with this decision. They don't believe that it is correct to call IPOB a terrorist group. In fact, the African Council on Human Rights, Human and People's Rights, says that the Nigerian government broke international agreements when they banned IPOB. And so based on that, the UK government decided to do its own assessment of IPOB and they concluded that IPOB is generally non-violent. 
They say most clashes between IPOB and security forces were caused by the security forces allegedly attacking peaceful protests. The UK also alleges that some IPOB members are being detained without trial in inhumane conditions. They also say that IPOB members are allegedly murdered in cold blood. They say some IPOB members have attacked the army and the police, but they believe that these are isolated incidents and not the general philosophy of the group. So based on all of this, the UK feels it's okay to assess IPOB asylum seekers on a case-by-case -case basis. It's not a blanket asylum for Biafra sympathizers or for IPOB members or for MASOB members. Basically, the applicant has to show that they are not part of any violence and that they have been targeted with human rights abuses or that they are being harassed or targeted in some way. So that's it. That's a very quick summary. That's what both governments are saying. Now, I want to know what you say. Do you agree with the federal government that the UK should not be giving asylum to Biafra sympathizers? Or do you agree with the UK government that it is possible that some of these sympathizers are non-violent and that they're being persecuted wrongly, wrongfully by government? 01465-7190. That's our number for female callers. 01465-7190. Our number for men is 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. That's for WhatsApp. Then you can leave your thoughts with us on Facebook. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. You can also talk to us via Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. And yes, you can still talk to me about Isa Pantami. What do you think should be next for him? Resign or stay in office? Busaya is in a bad one. Hello, Busaya. Hello. Thanks for calling Good us. Afternoon. Good afternoon. You're welcome. Yeah, please don't make inquiry concerning um, an advert that was made on your um, program. I think I think it's been I don't know, but my brother had to tell me to... All right, stay on the line so that they'll retrieve your call and then you can make that inquiry off air. Stay on the line. Thank you very much. 99.3, hello? 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 Thanks for calling. Put your radio off. What's your name? All right, then. We've got uh, you now. Hello? 99.3? Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello? Hello? Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Good evening. Yes, my name is Mboso. Good to have you on the show. Yes. Um, um, straight to Pantami. Okay. Um, my take is, even though he said he has repented, mm -hmm. it's very, very risky to keep such a person that shared such view okay. at that age, okay. in that position. Okay. So even if he says those were the views, he has repented, and for your information, if somebody said he has repented, whether it is true or not, it is only known to that person and God. So since somebody can say I've repented when truly the person has not repented or he has repented, we do not know. So what the issue now is that 
for him to occupy that position right now, mm -hmm. it is too risky for the nation because there is a 50% chance that he may not have truly repented. And for him to occupy that position is too risky for the nation. So it's either he resigns or he's relieved of that position. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for calling us. We appreciate it. 99.3, hello. Wow, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. What's your name? Happy New Year. <laughs> Same to you. What's your Hello, name? Muiwa. Ah, good to have you on the show. Welcome. Please, help me to say something before this issue. Okay. On the Kuda microphone you are advertising, okay. it's very wonderful. And the other bank should learn from them because I have the app. I transfer any money there or move any money out. They don't charge anything. So Nigerian bank should learn from Kuda. <laughs> now... <laughs> On the, I don't want to do much on it. Mm. On the issue of this pantomime, hmm, we are talking about the post of a minister of Federal Republic of a country, a post of a minister. And now, look at what they call repentance. It's not as if he just repent and tell the whole world or what he said in so 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 year, but something happened. I won't say it on here. Something happened, and people went to, we keep it there, and they find it out, and they publish it. Now, he's now struggling to defend it. But my point in conclusion is that the people that really know us, the people that we are calling our leaders, our leaders, our leaders. Okay. Thank you very much for calling. Ah, 99.3. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Uh, John from Ibejileke. Welcome, John. Uh, I want to talk about the IPOB. Okay. When IPOB come out, they declare their stand that they are non non-violence organization. Mm -hmm. The same thing happened with Masob. Federal government frustrated or frustrated was Rike, jailed him, tortured him. That that made him to you know suspend the cost of uh, championing about the freedom of uh, Biafra. You know, Wazurike. Hmm. So the same thing happened to Nnam Dekano, and some people are thinking that he is coward. My people say it's only a tree that you will tear. By tomorrow, I will cut this tree down. And when you come down tomorrow, you will see me in there, meet the tree there. You will not tell a human being that you will cut him down, and that human being will see stand. That's what happened to Nnam uh, Dekano. Um, so and uh, I like what the British government did, but I want to encourage them if there's any way they should, you know, persuade Nigerian government to organize referendum, let us know. It is it's not a, a rocket science. Organize referendum. Then people should vote whether they want to belong in Nigeria or not. It's not difficult. The, the British and the U, U, EU, they are the ones who uh, uh, constitute this uh, Nigeria of 18. So let them come and know whether the people from the South East want to remain as a Nigerian or they want to remain as their friends. You're a sovereign country. It's not the business of the EU. No, it, it is their business because when they bring Nigeria together yeah, but you're, one, but they never consulted us. But you're an independent country now, so it's your business uh, 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 to decide Sandra, whether they want to Sandra, let us not or argue on this now. Let us not argue on this. The fact that you don't want to hear... Hello, hello, the hello. Fact, the fact that you don't want to hear the facts, John, No, I, 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 I already know what you're about to say. But let me tell you 
you something. When the British was about to amalgamate Nigeria, mm. 28 men were among Nigerians. And none of them put them together to say, okay, we want to be a Nigerian. Yes, but and now, yes, but, but you, uh, but, so, but, but hold on, but when you people were going and fighting for your independence, you didn't say, oh, we want to be independent as separate nations. You said you wanted to be independent as one country, right? And if we say that we want to be independent as one country and we find out that the one country is no longer working, can't we go? Yeah, that's so, it. But, but now, John, 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 John. Okay. But now you are independent. You are a sovereign mm-hmm. country. Whether you want to stay together or you want to go apart is now your business. It doesn't concern external countries. It should, though, because they are the one. Look, look at it in this way, Sandra. You know, look at it in this way. Mm-hmm. You are a, man, a married woman. Mm-hmm. And this marriage was done by your parents and they listen. Mm-hmm. Then if your... If the, your husband is maltreating you, the family members are all maltreating you, mm-hmm. then you will want to, you know, uh, stay in that marriage because uh, all these people come together to say, okay, we are, we happily give our daughter a hand in marriage. No, actually, if your husband is maltreating you, you leave the marriage. The, you leave the, the marriage. Uh-huh. So, so, so I, okay, why is Nigeria not allowing us to go? We say we want to go. Is it a difficult something? That I want to go. I am not happy being in Nigeria because if I tell you what I bought you in Nigeria, you, 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 you have mercy pity on me. My point is that's a conversation you should have with Nigeria. It's not a conversation but that But Nigeria is not listening. Africa uh, have come up. Now the camera have come up. And we have supporters. And we are eager to go. Mm. We are eager to go. John, thank you very much for calling. We've got Prince in Lekki. Hello, Prince. Hello, uh, Sandra. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Yeah, my name is Prince. Um, yeah, I want to, first of all, I, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, like a joke on uh, social media. Mm. Children, I think uh, kids, they are on a relay race. <laughs> yes, I've seen that. Yeah, while others, uh, when they hand over the baton to... And run forward. <laughs> yes, instead of uh, running forward, running back. backward. Yeah. That is exactly the position of Nigeria. I will tell you why. You know, the case of case of Tanzania now, if it's in a civilized world, the man will honorably, respectfully mm-hmm. resign. That's what he's supposed to do. You don't even need to talk about it. But in Nigeria, he's there. Why is he there? Why is he, why is he saying that he has repented now? Because he still wants to enjoy whatever he's enjoying on, on that seat. That's why. He has not repented. Then on the issue of uh, IPOP and uh, the federal government, who... Who prescribed uh, IPOP? It's Nigeria. Mm-hmm. It's not UK. UK is not seen uh, IPOP as, uh, what do you call it, as uh, a terrorist. No, mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm. Something like that happened in uh, Sri Lanka. You know about the Sri Lanka and the Semotaidon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they granted a lot of Semotaidon uh, regions uh, 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 when uh, the government of Sri Lanka said they are this. Mm-hmm. Why would Nigeria only be different? You know what I notice in this country, I'm frankly speaking, well, the only reason why this country is not moving forward because we are not sincere. Most of our leaders, we are not genuine. We are not sincere. When we see the truth, what we do is suppress it. Unless we start realizing that some of all those little things that matters, we begin to look at it and look at it with a, that not being, not using tribe or religion, we look at it the way it is and handle it. Unless we do that, this nation will not move forward. 
Prince, thank you very much for calling. Let's bring you our third story. huh? Our first story was the Isa Pantami controversy. Our second story, the UK government has issued guidelines for granting asylum to some Biafra sympathizers. And our third story is a Lagos story. We're going to have local government elections in July. We heard from LASIC um, yesterday, the Lagos State uh, Independent Electoral Commission. Remember that INEC does not run um, local government elections, right? Each state has its own electoral commission for handling that. So Ayotunde Phillips, that's the LASIEC chair, uh, she says that the next round of local government elections is going to be in June. There'll be elections in all 20 local government areas and all 37 LCDAs. The elections will be for chairpersons, vice-chairpersons, uh, vice-chairpersons and uh, councillors. Now, let me give you a bit of background here. Before this announcement, there was speculations that elections will not hold and that the governor may appoint caretakers because the 2021 state budget did not allocate money for the elections. So lots of opposition parties have been shouting that why hasn't the government budgeted for local government elections? Remember that courts have ruled that um, caretaker councils are unconstitutional, right? Now, last year, is announcing elections. So on the one hand, people are relieved. But on the other hand, people are asking how these elections will be paid for since they are not in the budget. Now, let me bring this home to you. I want to find out from you if you will be taking part in these local government elections. Yesterday, Chukudi talked about local governments on Community U Report. He talked about how important they are. Will you be taking part in these local government elections? Will you support candidates? Will you listen to the candidates during campaign? Will you campaign for a candidate? Will you vote? I'm asking that question because everybody has an opinion about what government should do, what government should not do. A lot of people also complain about the people in government not being the right people. But other people say, if you want the right people in government, you need to take part in the process. You need to be part of the decision. So they say, if you don't take part in local government elections, for example, you don't have a moral right to complain about government. Do you agree with this? Because all the time, you're very willing to talk about Buhari, but Buhari is far. You're very willing to talk about the senators and their fat salaries. They are far. House of Reps, they are far. Do you know who's close to you? Your local government chairperson. The vice chairperson, the councillors, they are the ones that are close to you. They're the ones you should go and hook when your road no walk for your streets. When the streets, when when the streets on your on your road are bad, those are the people you should go and hook. When the street lights are not working, those are the people you should go and hook. When you're paying multiple taxes to different groups, those are the people you should go and hook. They are the closest to you as far as governance is concerned. So when you don't take part, some people say that you don't have a moral right to complain about government. Do you agree? If you agree, are you going to participate? If you are not going to participate, why are you not going to participate? Elections are coming up in July. July 2021. Will you be participating? 
Will you be campaigning for anyone? Will you be um, voting? Will you be supporting any candidates? Will you be listening to any candidates during their campaign? 01465-7190. That's our number for women. 01465-7190. And we also have WhatsApp, 080-959-75805. You can talk about the three stories if you want to, or you can talk about one or two or the other. We've got Mark Harry in Ikoyi. Hello, Mark. Thanks for calling us. Good afternoon. Thank you. First, uh, Dr. Orisa Pantami. Mm -hmm. Some questions I have. You may wish to help me. One, at what point did they come up with the defense? You know when issues of his involvement with the extremist and terrorist group came up? Yes, it is. Good. Then, secondly, they did make uh, disclosures at any time, at any point in time, before as to his beliefs then and now? No. No, he did not. Oh, okay, thank you very much. Then why do people request for rev- uh, um, resumes of potential and prospective employees mm. when they want to employ them? Is it not to know what they have been up to mm-hmm. other than their uh, academic qualifications? Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, and part of uh, his uh, history is what he has said and what he has done, I don't think he can uh, get, uh, educate himself from um, whatever he has said at, at that time, since at no point did he come to tell us that, oh, at some point I said this, now I did not say this. Because if you say he has repented now, mm. then there is no need for prisons and correctional centers, simply because all the suspects, accused, and all the other people that may have been uh, put in there, at the point where they are arrested or caught, they will tell you that they are repented, and you will not have justification to send them to prison. But should your religious views deter you from from working? Should they deter you from holding a job? What, it depends on what those religious views are. You just said that a part of the things that he said well, he did was to declare fatwa. Mm. What does fatwa mean? Death sentence. Mm. So if he has the power to declare that sentence either as a, uh, as a member of a group or because of his religion, mm. how are you sure that he still does not uh, hold that view only and he just said, oh, he has repented just because uh, he wants to continue as a minister? Okay, very fair concerns you're raising there, Mark. Thank you very okay. much for calling. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. How are you? What's your name? I'm fine. This is Remy. Remy, welcome. Yeah, the last um, aspect, yeah, um, I'll be participating in the forthcoming election. Yes, as the general overseer of youth party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. At first, we thought uh, the election was, you thought it wasn't going to come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had this um, internal discussion we had. Okay. So... Thank God it's coming up. Mm-hmm. So I just want to advise anybody living in Bariga LCD Ward D mm-hmm. to vote for a candidate on that youth party. We'll be coming to your neighborhood like we've been coming every Sunday to campaign again. So you guys, all we need is your support. The smallest unit of, uh, the smallest way people can come together and probably um, buy for a post is the local government. Mm. Like we just did, you came up with someone under a particular party, so you want to be part of it. So we are tired of talking. Here you get. And the issue of Pantami, those saying he has repented, we all know how long it took Bill Cosby to get uh, to be um, imprisoned. Mm. If someone had told us uh, he had repented, the rape case wouldn't have any issue then. So whether he was young or he was old back then, he stated what he said. And that was his ideology. 
I read a man said his son was stoned to death at Bauchi University while his apartment was um, the head of um, the, um, what was it called, over there. Mm-hmm. When he was, he was the chief man back then. Mm-hmm. So for people saying he has repented, I don't know where they got, whether he had um, a particular summit. Oh no, Remy. But thank you for calling. We've got Charles in Lekki on the line. Hello, Charles. Sandra, how are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm very well. Okay. Um, I have another perspective to this. Okay. On on uh, Patani. Okay. I don't think he's going anywhere. Okay. And the reason being that uh, is Boko Haram terrorist? Yes. Can we find out what the president, current president of Nigeria, said about Boko Haram in 2011? Hmm. He was even nominated to represent them then, to represent and speak on their behalf. So he's not going to start Fatami, whether we say anything we like. And the Senate, as far as we have now, the National Assembly is not going to do anything too. Even if the president nominates, uh, uh, pass a law that says he wants to take the president, uh, Senate president's wife, it will pass through. As we currently have the National Assembly. Okay. So nothing is going to happen, definitely. In terms of the high pop, mm. I'm so disappointed about uh, the Minister of Information. Okay. Boko Haram today, you are rehabilitating them and you are putting them in military. People who have killed, people who have maimed, raped, done so much havoc to Nigerian citizens, yes, you give them amnesty and you recruit them to army. What has IPOP done? compared to Boko Haram. If you can pardon Boko Haram, you can put them back in military. What are you saying about IPOP? It's just so unfortunate. The way they, they, we are not blind. We are seeing what is going on, and we cannot pretend. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Charles, for calling us. Let's go to social media and take a look at some of your comments, shall we? WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Lagos State local government elections. I will vote. I will campaign for candidates of my choice. Oppositions are crying foul. Instead of them to go and work for victory, they're crying blue murder in advance. I think Lagosians who complain about poor governance in Lagos should affect change rather than affecting election apathy. All right. That's a message from um, Comrade Atman's Silas in Magodo Estate. He also says that uh, Issa Pantami stands to be a serious threat to national security. A minister of communication in possession of vital security data, Pantami should resign. All right, Comrade Atman, thank you very much for your message. Let state and federal government give local governments autonomy so that we should know better that local government resources is under the chairman. Then we can be able to challenge someone directly. That's a message from Obeta Joseph. Obeta Joseph is in Shasha. Uh, Obeta Joseph also says that the Nigerian government doesn't know what the world doesn't know that the world is watching their impunity. Sandra, do you forget that Supreme Court that Supreme Court case? Uh, okay, or do you forget that Supreme Court case was coming between government and Namdikano before the army went under Operation Python Dance to chase him away? My advice uh, to our government is: if they set this country on fire, they should not seek for foreign help like they did in 1970. All right, Joseph. Thank you for your message. Uh, these local government elections are, all, are also arranged by the state government. They arrange who will contest in the primary election. Again.
again, the state government can arrange for who will contest in the primaries. But um, you have a youth party that you can join. There are opposition parties in Lagos. Um, if everybody decides, oh, we don't want the person that the state government will handpick, the people are more than the government. Somebody called in during Sunnyside today, I think it was Ambrose, and he said that um, the leaders are 1%. We are 99%. 99%, believe it or not, is greater than 1%. So is it really a good excuse to say, oh, the state government will handpick who will win if you're just going to sit on your house, sit in your house or play ball on election day? Because let me tell you, God will not come down and save this country. Oh. Now you, you did your hand. When you decide you'll save the country, you'll save the country. We've got more messages here. Um, Sandra, I just want to correct that fatwa doesn't mean death sentence. Fatwa is an Islamic verdict on any issue. It may be on fasting or transactions. We should not allow miseducation. That's a message from Teslim in Dokwemu. All right, Teslim, thank you very much for your message. Uh, fatwas can also be... Um, death sentences but okay we've got uh grandma princess who says those saying that oh the saying that a leopard never leaves its spots uh and the an ideology is hard to shrug off so i feel the minister of communication is playing with the intelligence of nigerians as for the ipob issue the recent pronouncement about asylum by the british government is in order this shows nigerian leaders that outsiders are watching closely activities going on in nigeria after all most of these foreign countries have their um, their embassies in nigeria and they are seriously observing what is happening so they get first-hand information all right Thank you very much for your message. We've got um, somebody who says terrorists have killed thousands of Nigerians. They are not called terrorists. They are called unknown gunmen. Why are they keeping quiet while Buhari is destroying Nigeria? Uh, where are the elders and the statesmen in Nigeria? What kind of nation is this? Nobody is speaking to all of this misrule. That's a message from Tom in Ikorodu. Tom, thank you for your message. Oh, we've got so many messages on WhatsApp, but I think I should go to Facebook for just a little bit and see what messages we have there. What do you think? Huh? Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. So you can also share your thoughts if you have them. Nigeria Info 99.3. Also share your thoughts on Twitter as well. Twitter is um, Nigeria Info FM. We're streaming live on YouTube as well. So if you leave us comments on YouTube, we're going to try and also read them live on the show. On Facebook, we have... Uh, um, this comment from Lem, Lem Jewel, Julius, who says, Issa Bantami should resign for the good of all. This politics of nepotism and party alliance should be jettisoned. He should face questioning and trial. As for asylum for secessionists, it's a welcome development. Prescription, prescription of IPOB was an express judgment trumped up by those in government. Local government election for me is no issue because of one party system in Lagos State. Julius, thank you very much for your message. Salim, Salami Kasim says, Pantami will never resign. Not at all. All these are side attraction. No serious government will allow such a brain to leave her government. His critics are not focusing on the well-being of the nation, but they are 
seriously hurt by his move to block their SIM cards uh, that they are using for nefarious activities. Your data is safe with the National Archives, not with the minister. Ministers come and go. Your data is permanent in the database. All right, uh, Salami Kasim, thank you very much for your message. Simeon Wenga says, Sandra, please let Bantami resign before it's too late. The position he occupies is very sensitive. I see him as a saboteur. Alimi Busaya says, in a state society, anyone who did what uh, Pantami did will resign from office. Well, this is Nigeria. We've got uh, Salami Kasim who also says, those calling for his resignation are mere whalers. They're just out to hit anything that works for PMB, nothing more. All they want is PMB failing in his administration. Uh, Gerald Ihe Garanya says, on Pantami, a terrorist will always be a terrorist because ideology for extremism does not go away overnight. He ought to have resigned. Um, on IPOP, why should FG designate them terror group for demanding for their rights? Is referendum not part of democratic process? All right. Thank you very much for your message. Uh, Angel Fortune says, UK government once again schooling government. It's a shame that Nigeria is being ridiculed by these uh, people. All right. Uh, oh, such a, so many messages. My God. Stanley Ebong says, Sandra, I think the earlier the federal government of Nigeria starts respecting the right of self-determination, the better for all of us. All right. Thanks for your message. I think we're going to take one last call. Do we have time for? No, we don't actually. So let me go to Twitter instead of taking one last call. On Twitter, we are at Nigeria Info FM, at Nigeria Info FM. And uh, here's a comment from Mr. Cappuccino. Sandra, how did Osama attack America? It was their data that he had access to then. Pantami was sympathetic to terrorists and he can never change. We now have him in charge of digital economy. Now, if you follow what Boko Haram... Uh, if you follow what Boko Haram... Okay, I, I don't think you finished what you meant to say because you went on to say Pantami should leave office and DSS should hold him. All right. Ayotoyin Boda Deshino says, um, insane claims that man should not be in office by now. He should be undergoing trial in court. He's one of those wrong persons in positions. It appears that he's got a hidden agenda in government, which is so ill to Nigeria's wellness as a country. All right. That's all we can take on today's Big Three. Well done to everybody involved. Let's bring you business news. After the business news, we're going to bring you the glass ceiling.